Thanks for joining us online today. If you'd like to join the conversation, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We hope that you'll enjoy this message. Next Level, good to see you this weekend. If you're excited about Baptism Weekend, say yeah. yeah. All of our locations, Fort Myers location, what's up to you, whatever service you're in. Gateway, welcome to you as well. And then my first time welcoming on the third week to our Coconut Point location. Welcome to you guys as well. So excited, was able to be down for the first couple weeks with you guys. We're doing it, baby. We're doing church in a movie theater, and it's so much fun to be a part of Next Level Church right now. What a season to be a part of our church. Amen? Like, what an incredible time to be a part of Next Level Church. It is baptism weekend, my favorite weekend of the year. We do this a couple times a year, and it truly is the celebration of all that God's done in all of our locations all across Southwest Florida. People going down into water and coming out with new life, declaring that Jesus is their Lord and Savior. So for every coach, for every serve team member, for every person who gives here at Next Level Church, for our kingdom builders, everybody that's committed to Next Level Church, thank you. I hope you pause sometime this weekend just enough to look around at what's going on and celebrate all the life change that God is doing in our church. It's absolutely incredible. The last couple weekends, Pastor Matt has just delivered two unbelievable messages as we've kind of talked about our next steps at Next Level Church, which is attend, discover, and then commit. And Pastor Matt opened up a couple weeks ago in this series, Not So Series, on how do you actually find Jesus. And we saw so many salvations that weekend, which was incredible. And then last weekend, his message on discovering Jesus for yourself was unreal. And we're going to continue that this weekend. And I just simply want to ask you a question this weekend. And I think it applies to all of us, whether you're new at Next Level Church at one of our locations or whether you've been attending for years. I think this question applies to every single one of us. And the question is simply this, is are you fully committed to Jesus? Are you fully committed to Jesus. It's interesting when you look up the word commitment in the dictionary because it's got an incredible definition that I think is going to help us this weekend. And commitment simply means this. It's the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, engagement, or obligation that restricts freedom of action. Committed. Commitment. The state or quality of being dedicated to a cause, activity, engagement, obligation that restricts freedom of action. Are you fully committed to Jesus? Here's a question I want you to ask yourself this weekend as well. Think of the thing that you're the most passionate about. 
if you were to close your eyes and I were to say, hey, what are you the most passionate about? What do you, what do you can't, you can't sleep at night because you're so excited the next morning or you get home from something and you're so excited to tell everybody that it's going on or, or you can't sleep at night because it's already happened or you jump out of bed and you're so pumped for that day. What is the thing that excites you that you have so much passion in your life about? For some of you, it's working all week and on Saturday morning, you know you're getting up and you're going fishing and you're pumped about that and you know everything you need. You've got the best of the best, the boat, the lures, the rods, the fishing spot. You, you're passionate about fishing. Maybe it's golf. Maybe it's your business. For me, you know what it is. I don't even have to tell you. It's what? College football, baby. Yeah. College football. It's awesome. It's, it's, I love it. I'm so passionate about it. Here's the truth, right? Whatever we're passionate about in our life, we're committed to. I mean, we are committed, right? I am committed. Last weekend, I'm at church. Auburn's playing LSU, which is not so small of a game. Like, it's a big game. It's probably my favorite game of the year with Auburn other than playing Alabama. I love the Auburn-LSU game. So here's what so many of you love to do. You love to tell me the score on Saturday nights at our Fort Myers location. Let me just go ahead and ask you. Please don't. So I'm actually good. I delete my ESPN app. I delete my Twitter. I turn off my text messages. I am in because we have this little thing called DVD. VR these days on our TV. I'm recording the game. I don't need to know the score. You don't have to tell me. And all of you who think it's funny to tell me Auburn's losing, it's not that funny. I'm committed. I'm committed. Last weekend, I have on Auburn socks. I, I was, I, we got home, okay? I was here till 8. The game was over. I literally got home. Nobody told me the score. I had no idea what was going on. And I got home, and I pressed play, and I'm in. I, I looked down. I'm like, wow, I'm in my Auburn socks, my Auburn T-shirt, my Auburn shorts. I have an Auburn bracelet on. I don't even know where I got that from. But anything that's Auburn, I'll wear it. So I watched the whole game. It gets to the end. If you saw the replay, the highlights, Auburn loses with a second to go to LSU. But then they replay it. I'm going nuts in the living room. I'm screaming. I'm like, they didn't get the playoff. They didn't get the playoff. My wife's scared on the couch. It's awful. She's like, they're doing a replay. I'm like, doesn't matter. They're just going to see if his feet are in the end zone. They obviously are. LSU wins. Auburn loses again. Story of my life. And then all of a sudden, Auburn's players go rushing the field and they replayed it. LSU didn't get the snap off. Committed. Yes! Wake the kid up. She's screaming at midnight. The baby's crying. My wife's mad at me. It's okay, though, because I am committed. I don't even care. I don't even care. I had to be at Coconut Point the next day. I'd rather walk in exhausted, not matching at all if Auburn wins. Doesn't matter to me. Committed. Passionate. Lacks freedom. I don't, Nothing matters other than that game. I, like, I love it. Here's my question for you. Are, that, are you that passionate about your relationship with Jesus? What is it that you're so passionate about, committed to? What is it in your life that you wake up and you're so excited about? Because for me, I would say it's my relationship with Jesus. It is my wife, my kid, my job and calling at Next Level Church, and then Auburn football that fluctuates depending on the season. <laughs> This year, it's number five. <laughs> what are you passionate about? Are you that passionate about your relationship with Jesus? Are you committed to Jesus? Because the truth is, we live in a world today where commitment is less and less. That we live in a world where full commitment is something that we don't even like to say the term committed. For some of us, we were hurt because we committed to something. Maybe we were hurt by someone or something, so we don't even like to use the word commitment. To RSVP to something is almost foreign. We wait till the last second because we don't want to commit to anything. 
or anyone. And when it comes to our relationship with Jesus, Jesus did not come to earth so that we could be somewhat committed to him. He came to earth so that we could be fully committed followers of Jesus Christ. That is his plan. His plan is that we would say yes to Jesus, that we would get baptized like you're going to see so many people this weekend get baptized, and then we would move our life in a direction that we would be fully committed, passionate followers of Jesus. So my question this weekend, whatever location you're in, is are you fully committed to Jesus? The Bible in the book of Matthew says if we will seek first God's kingdom and live righteously, everything we need, will be given to us. It doesn't say if we seek God after our career. It doesn't say if we seek God after the game. It doesn't say if we seek God after all of our possessions. It says seek first the kingdom of God and everything you need will be given unto you. Wow. What an incredible statement. What an incredible promise. What if that's true? What if it's true that if we just didn't say yes to Jesus, but we actually fully committed our life to Jesus, that everything we need in this life would be true? So it begs the question, how? If that's the case, Kyle, then how? How do we become fully committed to Jesus Christ? How do we become fully surrendered to Jesus Christ? I'm so thankful that you asked, because I'm going to tell you this week, and if you'll grab your Bibles and turn to Luke chapter 5, I want to tell you a story in the Bible that I believe is going to lead us straight to our baptism pools, but I believe is going to challenge each and every one of you this weekend on this question of, are you fully committed to Jesus? Jesus has already started his ministry in Luke chapter 5, and he's already been preaching. He's actually done some amazing things, and then he finds himself on the seashore, and he's starting to teach again and people are crowding around him and he ends up in a boat. I think the crowd was so big that he felt uncomfortable staying on the shore and he needed to back away a little bit. So he ends up getting on a boat to teach this crowd and we pick up the story in Luke chapter 5 verses 1 through 11. It says this one day as Jesus was uh, standing by the lake of something, the people were crowding around him. When I do that, I am not trying to be funny. There is no way I'm going to get that right. So call it whatever you want. Did you go to Bible school? I did. They don't teach you that. So the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. Verse 2, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon that we actually know as Peter in the Bible, Simon Peter, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he'd finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. At all of your locations, you got a bulletin this week, and if you'll open that up, there's a slip of paper with some fill-in-the-blanks. I would love for you to follow along with me this weekend because I just want to give you three simple steps to finding out and figuring out if you're fully committed to Jesus. Three steps to find out if you're fully committed to Jesus Christ. Number one is this, is we have to let our boat be used. We have to let our boat be used used. Did you catch it in verse 3? It says, he got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon. The interesting thing about this story is that Peter knew about Jesus way before this moment. For some of us, maybe we've heard the story of Jesus looking for his disciples and calling his first disciples. That's what this passage of scripture is all about. Jesus calls his first disciples to fully commit to him and follow him. And I think a lot of us would hear this story and think that Jesus just cruising along 
the seashore, you know, long hair, white thing on, Chaco sandals, just cruising, having a good day. People are following him. Wind's blowing in his hair and his beard like the pictures they all show in the old churches. And it's amazing. And Jesus just looks out at Peter and is like, hey, bro, fisherman, you, you're cool. Follow me. Peter drops his nets and is like, yes, Jesus, I will follow you. You are Lord of all, my Savior. I think a lot of us see this story as Jesus just cruising the beach. He's like, hey, man, follow me. And this guy drops everything. He doesn't have anything good going on. He's just a fisherman for crying out loud. He's just chilling. Like he might as well follow the Savior of the world. So Peter follows him. But the truth is Peter's a, a professional fisherman. Peter's got a good thing going. This is a family business if you study the Bible here a little bit. Generation after generation of a family business probably making pretty good money. Probably doing pretty well for himself. And Jesus looks on and says, follow me. And I think we see the story is this is the first time Peter's seen Jesus and just the power and glory of Jesus is following him. And he's like, yes, Jesus, I will follow you. But the truth is, if you study earlier verses in the Bible, Peter already knew about Jesus. Peter had already heard about Jesus. Peter knew of this guy that was teaching and this guy that was a prophet and this guy that's had an incredible message and he had been around the crowds. Peter knew who Jesus already was. But here's the interesting thing about Peter. Peter was content just hearing the word of God while continuing his normal way of life. Jesus, Peter was a fisherman. Jesus is preaching. Crowds are coming. Apparently, Peter had been out fishing all day because his boat was nearby. The Bible says he was off washing his nets. Peter already knew about Jesus. Peter knew that Jesus was bringing crowds. Peter knew that Jesus had this incredible message. Peter knew there was something special about Jesus, but he was pretty content just hearing about Jesus while he continued his normal way of life. And what a picture of so many Christians today. What a picture of so many people who say, yes, I'm a follower of Christ. Know about Jesus? Yeah. Willing to listen to the word of God? Absolutely. Willing to change their entire life and be fully committed to him? Not so much. If we're being honest, a lot of Christians in our world today love washing their nets nearby. Hoping for a bigger catch. Hoping for the full blessing of God on their life, but just barely within hearing distance of him. And Peter finds himself washing his nets while Jesus preaches to a crowd on the shore. And he's just within hearing distance of him. And for so many of us, that's our story. For me, that was my life. I knew about Jesus, like Jesus, had nothing against Jesus. Like listening to the word of God, like listening to people preach about Jesus. Put the Bible verse in my back pocket from the time I was 10 until I graduated college. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, wanted the blessing of Jesus on my life, but made sure that he was only within hearing distance of my normal way of life. Knew him, didn't mind hearing about him, wanted a bigger catch in my net, but I'm going to make sure I stay a far enough distance away from him so that I don't have to change everything that I'm doing in my life. Total commitment to Jesus is when we don't just come and listen from a distance but when we offer our boat to be used as a vessel for others to hear the life-changing message of Jesus Christ. What's our boat? It's our gifts. It's our talents. It's our resources. It's our treasures. It's our finances. And when we use our boat, people's lives will be changed. Here's the question for you, Next Level Church, this weekend is, are you allowing your boat to be used? Or are you hoarding your boat for yourself?
Are you allowing your boat to be used by Jesus? Or are you hoarding your boat to yourself? Living a fully committed life to Jesus means being willing to use your boat. The second thing this weekend on becoming a fully committed follower of Jesus Christ is this, is we have to push out a little. We have to push out a little from the shore. Verse 3, and ask him, speaking of Jesus, to push out a little from shore. Here's the thing. It's one thing to take what we own and make it available for the Lord's use, but it's another thing to step out a little by faith from the security of the land. It's one thing to say, yes, Lord, use me. It's a whole other thing to actually step out in faith and push off from the security of our everyday life. And truthfully, Next Level Church, as a pastor that's been doing this for several years now, this is where so many people get stuck. This is where I believe so many of us are stuck this week, and we don't mind washing our nets nearby to hear about Jesus. We don't mind even letting him use our boat. But to trust him enough to push out from the security of land, that takes faith. That takes courage. It requires risk and sacrifice, but that's what pushing out from the land is all about. Notice in the story, Jesus doesn't force Peter. He asks him. If you've studied the Bible at all in your life, you know the miracles of Jesus. Jesus didn't need a boat to go out on the water to teach these people. He could have just walked on water. My man could have just cruised out, turned around, been like, what up? Standing on water, preaching. I can't do that. Jesus doesn't force Peter. He asks him. And I believe it's such an incredible, incredible picture because he wants Peter to get in on the action. He wants Peter to know that he can be used. He chooses to teach people out of Peter's boat. And God is showing that he delights in using us for his glory if we'll just push out a little from the shore. If we'll just push out a little bit, he wants to use you to change people's lives and that he'll get all the glory. What does that look like at Next Level Church? Here's what it looks like. We believe it's as simple as taking your next step. What does it look like to push off a little bit? From shore, we believe it's just taking your next step. Some of you, that's salvation. It's saying yes to a relationship with Christ. And you haven't done that yet, and that's okay. We're so glad that you're here at one of our locations. We believe the Lord will communicate to you in a way that you can understand in His perfect timing, and then you'll get to make that choice. And it'll be the best choice that you'll ever make in your life. Some of you, that's baptism. And you're pre-registered this weekend and you're going to be in our pool in just a few minutes in one of our locations and you're going to go down into water which is buried from your past. Everything from your past is buried in the water and you're going to come out new life, resurrected life, a new day for you. And today's your day for that and you're taking that next step and we're so proud of you at Next Level. For some of you, that's Discover. It's going to our Discover events and finding out more about our church and how you can be used. For some of you, it's joining a group. It's finding relationship at one of your locations and finding some people that can hold you accountable and that you can have fun with and you can grow with. But here's the question for you. Are you pushing out of your comfort zone? Are you pushing out from your comfort zone or have you become comfortable with the security of the land? Because you can hear Jesus from either one, by the way. You can hear Jesus from the land. But it's a whole other story when you let him get in your boat and push off from shore a little bit. We have to push off a little 
from shore. And then the third question I would ask you this weekend as far as are you a fully committed follower of Jesus Christ is simply this, is we have to launch into the deep. We have to launch into the deep. You've got to let your boat be used. You've got to push off a little bit from the shore, but ultimately you have to launch into the deep. Verse 4, it says, When we had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down the nets for a catch. It is in the deep waters that we experience the power of God. We learn that he really does provide in miraculous ways most of the time for the very needs that may have held us back from being fully committed in the first place. That's what launching in the deep water looks like. What's the deep water at Next Level Church? It's leading a group. It's taking the 90-day tithe challenge. It's opting into kingdom builders. It's going on a missions trip. It's becoming a coach at your location. It's the things that are risky. It's the things that aren't as easy. Pushing out into the shallow is one thing. Launching into the deep is a whole nother. See, because in the shallow water, you can still see fish. In the shallow water, if you fish, Sanibel Captiva, for those of us in southwest Florida, you can still see the fish swimming around. In the shallow water, you can actually stand up on your own. It's in the deep water that you're hoping the guide can put you on top of the fish. It's in the deep water that it feels like you're treading water and you can't stand up on your own. And that's when God likes to show up and show out and perform miracles. But there's only a few people, there's only a small amount of people in our world today, there's only a small amount of people that call themselves Christians that are experiencing the deep waters of Jesus. Because we've gotten comfortable either on the shore or we've gotten comfortable in the shallow. And I would challenge you this weekend, Next Level Church, take your next step because the ultimate destination as a follower of Christ is to be in the deep waters. It's to be out treading. Not knowing what's going to happen next. And then all of a sudden, our powerful, almighty God, the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, He shows up and He gives you everything that you needed that kept you from wanting to go into the deep end to begin with. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And everything will be given unto you. Miracles in your marriage. Miracles in your finances, miracles in your kids, miracles in your businesses. We might not be able to stand up on our own, but we serve a God who loves to fill our boats up with the very things we cannot see. Look how the story ends. Verse 5, Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And then Jesus said to Simon Peter, Don't be afraid, my man. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything and followed him. Lock eyes with me, Next Level Church. This is a word for some of you right here, right now. Some of you, you've been working all night. You've been working all night trying to make it in this world, whatever that means. You've been working all night trying to make it in this life, and you're not 
catching anything. You're not catching anything. Is it possible that you've gotten in the boat? Is it possible that you've pushed out into the shallow? Is it possible that all that's left is for you to take your next step and launch into the deep? Is it possible that's all that's left in your life? Because in the deep waters, that's when Jesus tells you to do things that don't make sense. Peter's been fishing all night. He caught nothing until he invited Jesus into his boat, until he pushed off from the shore a little bit, until he launched into the deep where he couldn't see the fish below, and Jesus says, throw your nets out on the other side, does not make sense. Doesn't make sense. And what did Jesus do? He showed up, he showed out, and he filled their boats with the very thing that they needed, above and beyond everything that they could possibly ask for. Are you letting God use your boat? When's the last time you pushed out from the shore? And how many of you this weekend need to actually take your next step and launch into the deep? I believe Jesus wants to do some amazing, amazing things in your lives. I believe Jesus is going to do some incredible things in all of our locations with this baptism weekend. Because baptism, this is you, by the way, if you're pre-registered, this is you pushing off from the shore. This is you. You've been standing on land dry hearing about Jesus, and this weekend you're going to publicly declare that he is your Lord and Savior through baptism, and you're going to push off from the shore into the waters with Jesus. And baptism, people, let me encourage you with this. Don't stop there. That's the first step in a great journey. It's the first step in a great journey in this life that Jesus has called us to live. We're so proud of you this weekend, and I just want to ask this question one last time before we get ready for baptism. Next Level Church, are you fully committed to Jesus? Are you fully committed to Jesus? Are you as passionate about Him as you are about other things in your life? The simple way to answer that question would be is when's the last time you took your next step? When's the last time that you took a risk and took your next step in your relationship with Christ from reading the Bible to attending one of our Discover events to joining a serve team to joining a group to leading a group to doing the 90 day tithe challenge I believe so many of you took that deep water challenge months and months ago and you backed away because you got fearful when you started treading water that you couldn't stand up on your own again and the Lord's calling you to push back out into the deep the very thing that you need to fill your boats with financially is only found in the deep water not in the shallow and not on the shore it's not and I promise you, if you'll go back to that and trust God and seek Him first, He will give you everything you need in this life. Some of you, you do tithe and you've never opted into Kingdom Builders. Let's go. We got one more quarter to go before we can fund everything that God wants us to fund. There are people downtown with our Dream Center opportunity that need the love of Jesus. There are people going to our Coconut Point location that are going to invite their friends that need Jesus. There are projects going on in India where we're building video suites where people are going to find out about Jesus. Come on. Take your next step. Launch into the deep. Try something that does not make sense and see if the Lord won't show up and sink your boat. Try him. Test him. The Lord says. Where are my blue shirt people at? Where are my today is my day people at? This is your time. 
It's baptism weekend, baby, and we're going to celebrate your story like crazy because you've decided to get off the shore and get wet. You're tired of being dry, and you're not going to leave dry this weekend. So come on, whatever location you're in, if you've already pre-registered, I want you to stand up, and I want you to start making your way out to the back because this is your time. We're going to celebrate your stories here in just a few minutes. Come on, Next Level Church Gateway. Come on, Next Level Church Coconut Point, Fort Myers location. These are people making a choice that today everything changes, that today nothing is the same, that tomorrow will never be the same because of the choice they made today. Come on, yeah, it's going to be incredible. Dozens, dozens, hundreds of people, hundreds of people that are going to experience Jesus this week. And there are some of you, and you didn't come planning on getting wet. Your campus pastor is going to give you the opportunity in a little while because during this message, you're sitting there and the Lord's going, yep, I've been sitting on the shore for quite some time. I'm pretty dry and I like washing my net. I like washing my net close by to Jesus so I could sell more homes. I like washing my nets nearby Jesus so I can get the promotion. I like washing my nets, nets nearby because I want to find that husband or that wife. And the Lord's asking you to push off from the shore this weekend and go experience the deep waters of Jesus. You're going to get that opportunity. But Next Level Church, as we close and get ready to go to our baptisms, can I ask you the question one more time? Are you fully committed to Jesus? Take your next step. It's worth it. Jesus, thank you for the opportunity this weekend to share your word, God, to challenge people, God, at the heart level. Lord, that we would never be a church, that we would never be a group of people, Lord, that are comfortable just listening to your word on the shore, that's comfortable just washing our nets off to the side and hearing distance of you, God. Could we be a church that wants to be a church that's using our boats, pushing off from shore, and experiencing the deep waters of our relationship with you, Jesus? That's the church we want to be. That's the type of church that changes a region, that changes a country, that changes the world, God. It's not a church full of people listening from the shore. It's full of a church, people that are treading water, hoping you're going to show up and show out and sink our boats. So God, I pray that every single person that calls Next Level Church their home will take their next step this weekend. And God, for every person experienced baptism, we give you all the praise and all the glory. As you celebrate in heaven, we're going to celebrate here because people's lives will never be the same. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Everyone at every location who agreed said, Amen. Amen. Come on. If your life has been impacted through this ministry, we would love to hear your story. Send us an email to mystory@nextlevelchurch.com. We're always encouraged to know how God is using this ministry to change lives. Also, if you want to support what God is doing here, you can do so through our website, nextlevelchurch.com. Your generosity is making an impact here and around the world. Thanks for joining us online. Have a great week.